Welcome to the La La Land podcast. I'm your host, Lex Nevin. This podcast is me finally giving myself permission to say all of the things I've always wanted to say. Imagine it being like one big exhale. From how I built my fashion brand dressed in Lala, to motherhood, to pop culture, to everything in between, because in Lala land, there are no rules. Well, except being yourself. I am so glad you're here. Let's get lost in our own little world together. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. I hope your day is just going so great so far. And if not, no worries. It can always get better. Um, I'm so happy to be hanging out with you. And I just have some things to go over with you today. Some things that we need to talk about. First of all, um, I just got back from my trip to Mexico with Matt. Um, if you don't remember, that's what I got Matt for Christmas. And um, I, I'm i like the worst. So originally I told you guys that I booked the hotel with points that I had from one of my credit cards and it was like completely paid for and all of that. And I also booked our, our first class flights for free with my Delta credit card, which is true. Um, I don't think I told you guys though that I have a little bit of Mexico trauma I or PTSD, I guess you could say. The times I've been to Mexico and like the times that my friends have been to Mexico just like haven't been the greatest. The first time Matt and I went together or the first time I went ever was on our honeymoon. We actually went to Puerto Vallarta, the same place, almost 10 years ago. You guys, being married almost 10 years is like psychotic. I can't even describe to you how 10 years just feels crazy but anyways um we went on our honeymoon and like you know like we were young and broke and sweet and in love and I believe Matt paid for it he did he paid for it all himself and it was like a through Costco kind of situation you know so we stayed at this like all-inclusive resort and the beach was like gorgeous the water was warm but the hotel itself like the room I remember it being like (laughs) I remember it being like soggy like walking in and it was like soggy and like everything was like a little bit moist and like I remember there was even like a little plate of chocolate covered strawberries that said like congratulations and like the strawberries and the chocolate the chocolate was like melted and everything was soggy okay and then like the rest of the trip followed to be kind of the same way it was like all the food was so gross it all felt like It had just been sitting out all day. It felt like they were, like, trying to, like, make American food, but, like, they just weren't doing it right, where it's like, guys, just make make Mexican food. Like, you would be really good at making it because it's so effing good. Um, But, like, I just, it was bad, you guys. It was really bad. Matt was fine. He, like, doesn't have trauma from it. But I just remember, like, trying to be grateful, you know, and, like, not complain, but the whole time being, like... Besides the beach and the sun and whatever, like the whole time being like, F my life, (laughs) like I'm starving. And there was like room service, but it like ended at like five and the food on the room service was so gross. I sound like I'm just like complaining, but if you've stayed at a all-inclusive resort with like kind of gross food, you just know it's just like, it's something you just have to experience. Okay. So that happened. And then 
the last time we went to Mexico was with our um, Matt's sister and her husband and Matt's parents like two years ago. We went with our families and brought our kids and same thing. We like wanted it to be like this super nice thing. And the resort, like the beach was great, whatever. The water was warm. This was Cancun, but same thing. The food was like kind of nasty. Wasn't as bad, but it was kind of nasty. And it ended up being so traumatizing in general because it was like, so let me think. We went in at the very beginning of 2022, but like there was still, um, was it the beginning of 2022? Yeah, it was. It was like the very first week of January, but it was like, you still had to to go there. We were fine. But then to like come back to America, we had to have a negative COVID test. Okay. We were all fine the whole time. We felt great. Whatever. Like had fun. But we were also super disappointed in the rooms. Like we thought we booked like a bigger suite so that we could like put Ozzy's pack and play and like crib situation like in another room, like the living room type thing. And then end up being just a normal small hotel room. And then um, same with like our my sister-in-law, like they thought they booked a big room because they have like, you know, three kids, big kids. And they had like this little dinky room and like it was just underwhelming, I guess. Overpromised. Um, and yeah, the food was sus. And then at the end, we all had to get COVID tests and Matt's sister and our nephew tested positive and we were like shocked. Like they were totally fine, had no idea they were sick. They never ended up feeling sick ever. But they had to stay at the resort. And it was like crazy because once you got tested positive, they like moved you to a different building. And then they literally like you quarantined to a room and you couldn't leave. And then there was like no food. They could call and order room service, but the room service was nasty and they like would never answer the phone. So my poor sister-in-law and nephew were stuck in this room for six more days after our trip, starving, couldn't leave. They had to get tested every day and it kept coming back positive and like everyone was just so confused. So all of us left, obviously. I was like so terrified that it would happen to us too because like, like I'm saying, they weren't sick. Like we had no idea. And I was just worried that would happen. Ozzy was like one. And I was like, we cannot be stuck in a room with Ozzy with no, he was still drinking bottles at the time and whatever. Anyways, so that was just like traumatic in general. So this was like our time and I I just really wanted it to be good. Like I wanted it to be like, because Mexico is not that far from Utah, especially Puerto Vallarta. It was a three hour flight. So to me, it was like, this is a perfect way for us to like have a fun little like destination to go that feels like it's, you know, tropical and warm and delicious, but it's not like six hours away like Hawaii is. Um, And so... When I booked the hotel through like my credit card points, it had like pretty good reviews. And that's why the reason why I booked that one. And then the night before we left, like our flight was literally the next morning at like 9 a.m. I went on Google and I was reading reviews on Google for the hotel. And it was like one one review would be like, it's great. We come here every year with my family. And then the next review would be like the ceiling fell on me while I was sleeping. Like, I'm not joking. And so then it was like, it was like every other one. And I was just like, and people were like complaining about the food and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I just can't risk this. Like this just, Matt and I really needed, like this was our first trip ever, just the two of us since Ozzy was born. Like we've been on like little weekend trips with friends, but nothing, just the two of us, especially somewhere like warm and tropical. So I like am insane. And I like start, quickly started researching and I had remember hearing that boutique hotels are kind of the way to go. Because especially at like in tropical places, because 
they're smaller and they like they're just more personal. And so the staff is just like amazing. They go out of their way. There's not like thousands of rooms. There's like not even a hundred rooms, you know, like there's not that many, but they like take really good care of you. So I started Googling like boutique hotels, luxury boutique hotels, like best hotels in Puerto Vallarta. And I was like reading all the reviews. And so I ended up booking this other boutique hotel place. The other one was the Hyatt and I'm sure it would have been great and fine, but who knows, you know, um, I ended up booking this boutique hotel called Hotel Musai, M-O-U-S-A-I. It was adults only. And you guys, it was like the best experience we've ever had. Like if you saw my stories, it felt, I kept saying to Matt, I'm like, it feels like we're like in a secret place. Like it feels like we're in this secret, tropical, magical place. It almost felt like we were like in Thailand. And sometimes it felt like we were like in Greece, like Matt, there was like this big, huge rock. Like it was giving like um Goonies, but like in Mexico, you know, the big rock in Oregon. There was a rock like that that you could see from our view. And I just kept being like, I'm obsessed with that rock. And Matt was like, you're so weird. You keep talking about the rock. Like I just kept being in awe at the view. And it was really cool because like our this hotel was like the last hotel kind of like at the end of this road along the beach. And so it was kind of tucked up in the mountain it just felt seriously like a secret. I don't even know how else to explain it. So I'm telling you guys because if you go or you're like wanting to go on a trip, go, you need to go to this place. The food was so good. It was so fresh. That's like the one word. Like every time we'd get a meal, I'd be like, this is so fresh, which is like the opposite of all inclusive. It was so delicious. The chips, endless chips and guacamole and pico the whole time in Diet Cokes by the pool. Like it was just everything I needed. And it was awesome because like we were only there. We left Thursday morning and we got back Sunday night. But it, like it felt like the perfect amount of time. It was enough to like break up the winter and like get away and relax and highly recommend doing like a long weekend trip. And like I said, it was only three hours away. So it really didn't feel bad at all. Anyways, if you want more details on my trip, let me know. But that's the hotel and like I cannot wait to go back. I'm like dying to take my friends. They also have like a family um, like tower or whatever. The one we stayed at was adults only, like I said. But they also have like a family area and it was just incredible. Truly incredible. It was weird to like not have Ozzy with us. Like we were like, if you're a parent, you know. But like just to be able to hang out by the pool and like not be worried about like anything or like worrying about Ozzy or I don't know it's just a weird feeling to fully fully relax when you've had a kid and you're like not with them so that was just really nice and yes we just we had fun we relaxed we got massages and then the last morning before we left we ended up doing whale watching I like begged Matt because in Mexico where we were in Puerto Vallarta um the whales come every winter and they like have babies while they're there it's like guaranteed they're there every winter which is really cute and so I was like reading all these things since they had like obviously packets and brochures of all these things you could do and I was just like that is insane that there's just whales all over and so we ended up doing this whale watching situation and we saw so many whales we saw so many mom and baby whales which was so cute and these babies were like just born you know and um they're like swimming together and flipping their tails and it was super great and yeah so if you haven't planned your little son getaway yet and you're not well in the in the brain 
I would highly recommend doing so. Life's short. Why not? You know, YOLO. Next on the docket, something I just like recently cannot get over. We keep seeing Taylor at all of Travis's games, which like we love. We stand. We, we like love seeing our girl happy. No one. I mean, maybe there are some people, but I like I would argue to say that like no one is a bigger Taylor Swift fan than me in like this radius, like where I am. Like I am such a Taylor Swift fan. Always have been stuck by her through the reputation era when everyone was turning on her. I've always had her back. I've been there for every album. I can remember like what I was doing in my life and like when I listened to it for the first time. She's like raised me like we've grown up together. She's my girl. Okay. Like we get this. She's my girl. Always has been. Always will be. I will go hard for her. Okay. With that being said, I cannot with like her looks at these games it's just getting to be (laughs) it's just getting to the point where I can't not say anything about it like she's I love that she's like supporting these like makers and like small shops she's been buying jackets from like these cool shops like getting custom things made blah 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 I think that's great and fine and cute I love it I think it's so cute I love it what I can't stand is these fugly beanies that she's wearing like we need to get this girl some lala beanies okay And I'm telling you now, like, if you're going to wear a beanie, you can't wear like a little penis head thing. Like you can't wear a tight little thin penis head on your head. It's just not what we're doing anymore. Penis head, speaking of, um, I died on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake reunion last week when Lisa's like, you said nasty things about my family. You said horrible things about John, her husband. And Monica's like, what did I say about John? And then Angie K butts in and she's like, you called him a penis head. I was like dying and andy's face was just like eyebrow raise like okay um anyways we're not doing like tight thin little like remember when it was like everything to have like a slouchy beanie that kind of like hung back and slouchy that's not the vibe we're not doing this anymore and yes i'm all for doing what you want obviously you guys i'm all for doing and wearing whatever you want if you're into the penis slouchy head look like that's that's on you but like i have to say something about it because like this is it's just getting it's getting too serious for my liking so what i'm saying is we need to get taylor some lala beanies the unfortunate news is i don't have any chiefs colors so i'm gonna make sure we have a red beanie next year but regardless i'm just if you're if you want to wear a beanie just go on my website we just restocked black brown blue and gray and um get one and this here's the secret to wearing these beanies you don't pull and I think this is a secret to wearing any beanie. You don't like pull it down over your eyebrows. It should not be that close to your eyebrows. I actually love a beanie like kind of like just chilling on the tip of the head. Okay. But it's not slouching backwards. My beanies have structure. They have they they stand tall. They're proud. We're not having slouchy wieners. We're having like erect, gorgeous situations. <laughs> Um, anyways, I just, you guys, it's the beanies and then it's like the red lips every time. Like, I know it's her signature look. I know, I know. But then it's like the beanie with the red lip with like the, always the heels, the four inch heels. And it's like the just boot, little boots that are just not it. And I don't know, like, I'm just, I'm so happy. She's happy. I love seeing her supporting her mans. I love seeing him throw up the fearless heart hands that hurts. So effing cute. I loved, um, what the F is his name? His brother's name, Jason, Jason Kelsey. 
Why does that feel wrong? Travis and Jason. I don't know. I thought they were both T's. Um, I love seeing him at the game the other night with his shirt off. I didn't watch the game, but I just kept seeing clips off. He takes his shirt off in like 20 degree weather. He's being insane. He like climbs out of the window and like there's something this guy like keeps reaching his hand out to like help him down and he's just like not interested. He's like, I got this. Like he's giving like funny like life of the party, but like big dick energy. I don't know how to explain it. I didn't know I cared about this man until I saw this video. And then he goes and he lifts up these cute little fans that like had signs talking about Taylor Swift. And he like took them up and like let them say hi to her and show their signs. And I was like, I love this. I also follow this account. It's so random. I follow this Instagram account that like she talks about like what color people's auras are. And she was talking about um, just the family's auras. Taylor's aura, Kylie, who is um, Jason's wife guys is his name jason now i'm like getting super self-conscious one second yeah jason (laughs) why does that name just fit him so well as well anyways she was talking about his wife him travis and travis and jason's mom and like their auras and like how they actually all like go together really well and i just thought it was so sweet because anyways it just like it feels like it works and like I don't know. Having him as your brother-in-law would be so funny. His wife seems like no drama. I don't know. I just love it. Anyways, so I like wish them the best. You guys, we just all collectively are manifesting Taylor and Lala this year. I would simply, simply die and go to heaven and then come back and kiss all of you on the lips. Like I cannot imagine. Like it would just be like peak. Like what where do I go from here even though she's not known for her fashion like it's just it would be like the craziest moment for me I'm I would love to get her in some of our cat situations because we know she loves her cats and we have some good cat stuff coming um I just also have to give you guys all like a big fat warning Lala is just if you thought it was good before you just buckle up baby because it is about to be so good I you know how I was talking about like a few weeks ago how I'm like having this shadow of like I'm designing everything and I'm launching like five, six, seven pieces every week. But sometimes I lay in bed and I'm like, why aren't you designing cooler stuff? Like, it's like I like think that I'm like, I don't know, like I just want to push the fashion envelope. I want to do like different things than have been done. But like I just I put weird pressure on myself anyways. But it feels like the stuff that's coming are like spring stuff. It's like giving that it's giving you've never seen this before. It's giving the qualities better than ever. And just like it's fashion it's giving fashion so I'm super excited for you guys to see all these new patterns and bodies and just the maximalism like the everything Lala is is about to be like blown out of the water I actually got a dm (laughs) I happened to be on Lala's instagram when I was in Mexico and I opened a dm and it said I miss Lala two years ago style and I was like huh like we are selling we sold the play suit two years ago. We still say the sell the play suit now. It's like our staple girly. But at the same time, like I feel like if anything, it's the same. It's just like even more Lala than ever. I just was so confused about that. I was like Lala two years ago when I was like curating from boutique stuff that I didn't even design myself. Like Lala has never been more Lala, which is like never been more me, which has never been more Lala. It's just like a big fat circle. And it really confused me. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? I'm so sorry. Beg, beg, beg your pardon. Beg your pardon. Beg my pardon. I've never said that out loud. Beg your pardon. 
I don't think I'm ever going to say it again. Um, anyways, so that is interesting. But yeah, Lala is just about to be so effing good, you guys. We are just popping. <laughs> we are popping off right now. No, I, we are. We're just. I'm just keeping my head down and I'm like staying in my lane and I'm like, I'm like freaking like jogging, but like in a, like a beautiful, casual, like super chill and intentional way. But it's like, it just feels like fun things are like happening and unfolding. Um, what I was about to say about Lala's popping off is just something has happened. And like, we just, I don't know, we are selling so many things on Nordstrom, like more than ever. We're like really staying on top of having a lot more on there and we're like doing some exclusives for them this year like play suit colors and graphics and things like that and nothing will ever change on like our regular site like that's where my energy is always but I would say Nordstrom was like last priority last year and I would think I'm just realizing like that like there's some more potential there and so it's been interesting to like put in a little more energy and see it come out and just I think it's cool in the sense that like people who are buying on Nordstrom most likely haven't bought from Lala before. It could be like their first time with the brand or maybe they've seen it and they like, I don't know, were nervous to buy and now it's on Nordstrom and so they feel good buying it. But it's cool for me that way because I'm like, we're growing and like the name is like getting more brand awareness and it just legitimizes us. And I love too that like, because I've been like shopping on Nordstrom or Revolve or whatever, and you see a brand that maybe you never heard of, but you're like, this brand is really cool. And then it leads you to go to like look up their website to like see if you can find something in stock that was sold out or whatever. And so anyways, I just like to think of all that happening and just everything. Say it with me, ladies. Everything is always working out for me. This is our year. 2024 is such a cute number. It's a gorgeous, even, even abundant, cute number. And like everything's always working out for us. All right. Um, one other thing I don't, I cannot remember if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I feel like it's important to let you know if you have not read or listened on audible, which I recommend listening to on audible, even though I'm not an audible girly, you're a badass at making money. You need to. This book is the You're a Badass book, like, I love that it's super, it's by Sin Jen Sincero, the You're a Badass book. I know you've seen it. it, has, like, a yellow cover, whatever. That book, like, I love that it's really empowering for some people, and it, like, changes their lives, but for me, it was just, like, yeah, 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 like, I, this is great, and I kind of knew this, and, like, I don't know, like, I never, that never hit so hard for me, but You're a Badass at Making Money, this book is life-changing, and not just in a way of, like, making money at all because I think anyone should read this no matter what point in life you're at or in it is it's like a big huge lesson on abundance in like a really fun way that's like really easy to understand and like break down um Kinsey read this book and then told me to read it so we both were like we were both listening to it on audible I really love the audible version because the author herself um is the one who's reading and she's funny and like I just think she conveys it exactly how it's meant to be conveyed. Um, so I totally recommend that. But we read it or listened to it um, literally in the beginning of Lala. So seven, six years ago. Um, and I'm not joking when I read that book. And as I read it and finished it and Kinsey too, like that's when things started changing in our business because it really, I mean, it teaches you like tangible things you can immediately apply to your life or whatever you're doing. And it's not for business owners. Like, 
obviously it like slays for business owners, but I think it's really good for people who like work in a corporate job or anyone who has a job who like thinks that they want more, like want more abundance out of that job and are like giving a lot and whatever. It's just a really good book on that. I need to actually listen to it again. It's been so long, but it's just a really good lesson in abundance in like a fun way. So I highly recommend you guys. It's so necessary. And also to like give you just a little look inside the author, Jen Sincero, she was like broke and living on um, friends' couches, like couch surfing at like age 50. Like she was broke. She like had debt. She like couldn't borrow any more money from her dad. Like she was broke and she was in her 50s. And now she is like a multimillionaire and um, she kind of tells her story and like how she, I just think it's so cool that it's like there's no timeline. She was 50 and, you know, like herself at that time was probably like, great, this is my life. Like now what? And it's like you can literally change your life in the blink of an eye when you look back in the moment. It feels longer and harder always. But then you look back and you're like, that was such a short time that I just focused and like changed my life. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you're going to college. It doesn't matter anything. Like you have the power to like grab your freaking life by the horns and like freaking like spin it around and chuck it however the F you want. And there's no rules or timeline to follow. In fact, the rules and the timeline, I highly recommend not following because then you're doing things a way they've already been done before. And I think it's cool to do things a way they've never been done before because then you get results that you've never seen before. You know what I mean? So anyways, highly recommend. I can link it in my Amazon storefront for you. And you guys, I'm just so excited. You've been shopping through my Amazon link. I think I've been, I think, <laughs> I think at this point I've made $17. I'm so excited about it. No, I actually am like literally abundance is everywhere. And um, that's going to buy me honestly like Dutch bros it's gonna buy me uh basalt it's gonna buy me something i really love it's gonna buy me some new sunny angels but all i'm saying is if you need things i've talked about i might need to update it a little bit but most likely it's in my amazon storefront i have things i'm constantly repurchasing and etc so you can go find it there um what else do we have to talk about oh um i've had a few messages from you guys you were sad that the early bird CBD code was expired. It expired at the end of December. And so I talked to them and our code is like reactivated till the end of the month. So if you have not, I'm not getting paid. I'm just literally on a mission to spread the good word of our Lord Jesus Christ, early bird CBD, because these things are everything to me. And I have not, have not told somebody about them and they've tried them. And they've not ordered them. And that's on facts. They're just so good. Um, people compare an early... Okay, so quick, quick, quick. Early bird gummies, they're CBD. It's like 12 milligrams of CBD. And then it's like two and a half milligrams of THC. It's totally legal. It's such a small amount. They ship to you all over the country. They ship to me in Utah from Texas. I think they're based in Austin, Texas. It's a small business, which I love. And um, these things like take the edge off like if you're having anxiety if you are an anxiety girly if maybe you are like trying not to drink as much because I just think drinking makes you feel so crappy forever like it just the side effects and the crappiness linger more than they should you know if you're trying to not drink 
I've heard that the like one of these gummies is comparable to like a glass of wine at night. I don't know. I've never been like a wine girly, but all I'm saying is these just take the edge off. You're not that not pe- things don't trigger you. You're not annoyed. Everything's a little bit funnier and they're great when you've had like a really stressful day. So you can go on their website and um, use my code all caps Lex Nevin, but it expires on the 31st of January. So I highly recommend going on buying like four bottles. I'm serious because you'll want to. It's a 20% off discount code, which is like pretty good. We don't really give out as a small business. A 20% off code is like pretty huge. It's like that cuts into things a lot. Um, So it's a good code and you should get that. Get the watermelon and the strawberry. And you know what? They like taste better than ever. They used to be like pretty gross, but like worth it. My last shipment, like they taste pretty good and like people agree like one of my friends was like wait that tasted better than it's ever tasted when we were taking one together recently (laughs) Uh, anyways you guys never did I ever think I'd be on a podcast on my own podcast preaching about CBD and cannabis but um I'm here and I'm doing it because I love you and because nature's medicine nature's candy you know what I mean Okay, like I said last week, there were so many good, wild, crazy, silly questions, and we only got to like three. So um, I'm going to hurry and get into it and um, get get to as many as I can in the next 30-ish minutes or so, shall we? Da-da-da-da-da. Okay, first question. How the hell can a fashion lover honestly start their own clothing brand while running a business? So it took me a second to think about this question, but it sounds like you run a business that's not clothing and you love fashion. You want to start a fashion business, but you have another business. I'm so curious what your current business is. I'd love if you let us know. Um, But here's the thing. I think that you can, if you really, really want to start a fashion business and like that's your passion, maybe... I'm just curious, like, is your current business, do you love it? Or is it it just, I have a lot of questions about that. Okay, like, is it a well-oiled machine? Like, is it running smoothly? Are you still, like, in the startup phase? Like, do you really want to be running two businesses at the same time? Are you passionate about what you're selling? Or are you not? Like, a lot of questions. But anyways, besides all of that, I think it's totally possible if you really want to. Here's what I think. I think people, when they start a business, they get too in over their heads. Like, you're, they just think that, and I think this happens because we look at other shops. Like, if you were to go on my website right now, you would see that I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of products. And if you're looking at my brand to inspire you to start a fashion brand, I'm not talking to you. I'm just, like, saying this, like, in a general sense so we can all imagine it. That's going to overwhelm you because how are you supposed to go from zero to that? It's not possible. It's not. It's going to whatever. So what I think, I think truly, truly, if you want to start a fashion business in general, clothing, merch, whatever, you have to start small, but juicy. It needs to be something you really love and you're really passionate about. And like, for me, it's thinking it could be like a really a graphic tee that just like sells. It's just the same shirt and you're selling it over and over, but you're marketing it over and over. And I know that doesn't sound very fun, but I think it's so much easier, number one. And I think it's also way quicker, a quicker, faster, smarter way to get a brand, your brand name known for something um, 
and kind of like get the ball rolling. Does that make sense? So it's like, for example, say like lonely ghost or whatever. Um, I love you say it back. That's like their phrase. And like they only sold shirts that said, I love you say it back. I believe I, I'm not like a lonely ghost. Um, I'm not obsessed, whatever. I think it's like a younger demographic than me, but um, I think it's great and cool and inspiring. What I'm trying to say is like, I'm pretty sure they only sold that style at first and they would just sell it out, sell it out. And then like you saw that and you started to like know that was Lonely Ghost or whatever. If you don't know what Lonely Ghost is, it's a clothing brand. It's like merch. Um, and the owner is Indy Blue, who lives here in Utah. Um, she was an influencer, but it's a cool like streetwear kind of graphic brand. And now like they have way more styles than just the one, I'm pretty sure. But that's just an example of what I'm saying. So whether it's a graphic or it's like hat or it's like this specific jacket, like the one thing that you're like dying to design or create, I think if you want to have your own line, do that. Like choose one thing that you're like so excited about. Like years ago when I made the play suit, it was like I was so focused on the play suit. Like matching sets were just barely maybe starting to like get traction. Remember when like they weren't a thing? It's so crazy to think about. Um but it was like they were just starting to get traction. They were hard to find and they all looked the same. And so like I really went hard on the play suit and that's all I focused on. And now it's still one of our best sellers, but it got me to where I am today. I always say the play suit pays the bills, baby. Um, anyways, hopefully that's helpful. After a hard day, what do you usually do to unwind? I take an early bird CBD gummy straight up and then I... Fill up my Simply Modern cup. I have a pebble ice machine, which is one of the best investments I've made in my mental health. I had the like Amazon countertop one and then it like gave out and I got another one because I couldn't imagine not having one. And then that one gave out. And like, that's just what happens. Like these, from what I hear, it happens to everyone. They don't last long. They're like $500. Like, so anyways, we ended up like having one installed in our kitchen we like ripped out a part of cabinet that was just kind of like a shelf and put one in you guys the biggest life-changing thing I think it's like such an investment in self-care mental health etc anyways I love having it and um so I fill up my simple modern cup with ice water all the way super cold I turn on my heating pad and to be honest, this is like generally my nighttime routine every single day. So I don't know what that says about me. Every day is hard. I'm dramatic. I don't know. Because I think even on a good day, I want to do this. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, okay. Go back a little bit. So take an early bird CBD. It kicks in about 30 minutes to an hour. During this time, I'm filling up my cup with ice cold water and pebbled ice. I am I had already turned on my heating pad, so it's warming up while I'm in the kitchen getting this I get a snack the snack is different depending on the day it's like a little um five-year-old charcuterie board it's like pepperonis and club crackers maybe it's a chomps I'm really into the chomps beef sticks right now the jalapeno ones they're so good and such an easy way to get protein um maybe it's Cadbury eggs I feel like I won the lottery because I was at Target like three weeks ago okay do the math like three weeks ago beginning of January I just went through the Valentine aisle because I thought Ozzy would like like looking at it because he's at the age where he's like he re he's starting to like remember the holidays and like whatever you know. So I take him down the Valentine aisle. I'm kind of explaining things to him, and lo and be 
behold, there is one smallish box of Easter Cadbury eggs just sitting there with the Valentine candy. And I'm like, I don't know if this was meant to be put out. I don't know, like, what's going on here. But I'm going to grab four of these and I'm going to GTFO. So I have Cadbury eggs. Um, They're starting to run low. But so maybe it's Cadbury eggs. Maybe it is DoorDash. Maybe it's Cafe Rio and whatever. Okay, so I'm getting a snack or dinner, getting a thing. Sorry, guys, we had a situation, a dog barking, Aussie crying. And now I have a wiener dog on my lap while I record. Anyways. Mr. Archie, the king of the wiener dogs. Um, anyways, I can't even remember where I was at except for, you know, you turn on a show, whether it's Real Housewives you're catching up on or it's freaking 90 Day Fiance or it's freaking a documentary and you just chill the hell out. And then guess what? Right as you're getting into bed and you're getting comfortable and situated, you got your drink by you, you got like the whole thing. Then the early bird starts to hit. And then you just feel chill AF, nothing is that big of a deal, and you relax, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful, it's natural, it's just perfect, okay? That's how I unwind. Um, Other than that, I would, honestly, I would say I do that, take a bath maybe, um, maybe scroll in the olden days before I had a kid, I would maybe like go to Target and like get some new throw pillows, get some some new (laughs) throw pillows get a soda maybe um yeah I don't know if that is inspiring or depressing you know (laughs) but it's honest what is one beauty product you cannot live without I was actually thinking about this I was like I need to tell my girlies I have I have found the secret to having your skin as it's starting to get like older sadly looking like juicy and young and wild and free it is highlighter that is like liquid. Um, I noticed that like some, so I do this, this is like my last step. Like I've put on my foundation, my concealer, my blush, my bronzer, and then I do this liquid highlighter. I really like the Rare Beauty one and I really like a color. I also have an iconic London one that's like my ultimate favorite and it's like less than half the price of the Rare Beauty. Um, but I really like to get a color. It's a roll-on one the iconic beauty which is like kind of random like it doesn't roll smooth but then like I always blend it with the beauty blender anyways um I always like to get a color that is not the color you would expect for your highlighter like you're not getting like a goldeny like bronze you're getting almost like a reddish a reddish bronzy brown like you're not sure if it's blush or bronzer or we're not sure if it's like a blushy or like a highlighter kind of thing that's the color you're going for like a deep yummy reddish brown you put this where you apply highlighter the tip of your nose the cheekbones whatever and then when you blend it out with your beauty blender and I'm telling you like this is the secret sometimes I'll notice my skin maybe like not blending super good or like it's just like not looking like super hydrated or you know how you have days where you like put your makeup on and you're like what the f happened like why does it look like this especially on those days this step is like like money it like instantly and it's so random because I feel like my mom it's, has always said to me like you don't wear glitter or like sparkles when you get older like that used to be like one of those roles kind of like not wearing brown and black together you know like things we don't believe anymore but it used to be like 
if you wear like highlighter or like sparkles or glitter, it makes you look older. Because I think they would say that it would like settle into fine lines. But like we've come a long way. Like we're not just putting like freaking like shards of glitter on our face anymore. You know, we like we have highlighter. We have all these different textures that you can use. And I actually beg to pardon. <laughs> what am I? Beg to differ? What the hell am I saying? Um, I actually think it makes your skin look so much younger. So lately, that's my secret thing is like liquidy highlighter that is almost more of like a reddish color. It's just game changing. So I would say that. But if we're like being if we're being effing for real, also probably an eyebrow, like an eyebrow pencil. I feel like such a little weenie when I don't have my eyebrows like filled in. Okay. Have you ever crossed paths with any of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Um, I live in Utah, if you didn't know, and I live about 25 minutes from downtown Salt Lake. Um, But I actually have. It was so random. So that Mexico trip I was talking about where we went with Ozzy and our sister, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and in-laws on our way there, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake was was like recording it was like filming but like it had been announced to the BravoCon before that that like it was coming soon and then like people started there was like accounts that were like starting to be like this is who we think the cast is kind of thing like a like a Utah local kind of account where they would be like just straight up being like this is who I think will be this is who this person is this is what they do whatever and I remember following one because I was just like who is it because it's so crazy when it's like filming here like in your your place because it could be someone you know and I assumed there would be like at least a few people that I knew or had heard of because we have so many big influencers here like the influencer started in Utah um but it ended up being people I had like never heard of before the show which is extra just I don't know interesting and weird and I don't know they're still missing their influencer I'll tell you that they need like a Carol Lauren or like a Rachel Parcell or someone who's like an OG where it's like they're kind of Mormon, but kind of not. Because right now there's like not like a true Mormon on the show. We have Lisa Barlow, who calls herself a Mormon 2.0, but like she's not. She literally owns an alcohol company and doesn't wear her garments. Normal Mormons would do that. Not even normal Mormons, but like kind of Mormons would do that. Anyways, um, So on that flight, I had followed an account that was like posting about people and like saying who they are. And on that flight, as we were boarding, I was like, that girl looks familiar. And I like went to the account and it was Whitney Rose, who's still on the show. And um, it was just like speculation who might be on the show at that point. So I remember we she likes she's she was really, really nice. She sat literally directly in front of me, her and her husband. And um, she said something as we were getting off the flight like just in passing and I was like this is so weird but are you gonna be on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake and she looked at me and she's like alleged or she's like I technically am not supposed to talk about it but like if I were technically talking about it like maybe like she said something like that but it was like nice and stuff so that was one of the only experiences I've had otherwise like I know people who know them and like like Heather owns Beauty Lab and Laser and like a lot of people here in Utah go there to this one injector for like lips. Um, Who else? Angie Harrington is like close to home. Like she was a friend of the cast and I actually really think she's cool and she actually has cool style, which is so nice. But 
none of the housewives have like great style right now. Sometimes Lisa Barlow will wear something where I'm like, okay, that's fun. But like most of the time it's all bad. But Whitney's is especially bad. Let's be real. Okay. Anyways. Um, so yeah, I would say that's the only like situation I've had. I've had like things where it's like, hey, like, do you want to come to this event that Whitney Rose is hosting? Like there's like things like that all the time. It's like no things, you know? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I love your advice. Can you touch on friends not being loyal to you? I'm so loyal and I struggle when it's not reciprocated. I think, I mean, my first response is like, I've said this before, like invest in people who invest in you. And like if you, if it's been an ongoing thing where you feel like this is going on, then like it might be time to move on. Or just maybe like that person moves down on your like pedestal, your list of people, your pedestal. Um, Like you're, you know, like they're not as much of a priority to you because you aren't to them. Here's the thing. I'm a Scorpio and like say what you want about Zodiacs, but like nothing is truer than like the fact that Scorpios are like so freaking loyal. And like if you do us wrong, we like cut you off instantly. Like that is 100% me. I am like so like that. And like I've always been like that. Like, in you know, when like one of your friends in your friend group like wouldn't want to hang out when you were in high school or they're like, maybe I won't like. I might not come tonight and then everyone else is like come on please like I was always like had such the ick by that I would be like I am not gonna hang out with someone I am not gonna beg someone to hang out with me like they're gonna hang out with me or they're not and like then I know I know like where we're at you know kind of like that's always been my vibe I'm like so cocky in that way but um also the same thing is like I am so loyal like I will go so hard for you I will, like, be just your friend, like, so hard. I would do anything for you. But the second you, like, aren't loyal or, like, I feel like whatever, like, I will not be your friend anymore. And I've had this happen a few times, like, in my adult years with friends. And it's just, like, a bummer. Like, I don't know. But I think it's also nice because it's, like, well, like, at least I found out the vibe and I'm not, like, wasting any more of my time and energy on you. Um, I had a situation. I've like never talked about this, but I had a situation right when Ozzy was born. He, I think he was literally like three weeks old, you guys. Like he, I was like in the thick of it. I was like crying all the time. It was just overwhelming. I was a new mom. And it was also during 2020. And um, anyways, it was so random. I woke up one day to a text from my sister being like, your friend is like the worst. (laughs) And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, go look at this thing. And like, one of my really closest best friends at the time I would say like one of my best friends we were like super close um I had like gone off on my on dress and lala on instagram like she like had all this left a comment on a post basically like trying to like tear lala down and say that we weren't inclusive and whatever and it like really really hurt me because this was someone that I had like poured lots of time and energy into and like had helped them start their own business and like had been super loyal and went so hard for them. And so for someone like that's fine if you think something about my brand, like if you have constructive criticism as one of my best friends in the business sphere, especially like I want to hear constructive criticism, like say it to my face because we're so close. You know what I mean? But this was just so weird to me to wake up, have a three week old baby and have who I thought was one of my best friends talking negatively about my brand when she had never said a single word to my face about it. And I was just in a really like tender place. 
So that happened. And that was really hard for me because I just after that, like I was done straight up like I and she like made attempts for us to like, you know, try to talk and like figure it out. And it just I it was never the same for me. Like I was like, you I can't trust you. So anyways, all of that to say that like as an adult, we are like not wasting our time on people who aren't putting even part of the energy in. Like we need like full 100% energy. Like if I'm pouring into you, you're pouring into me. And that might sound intense and that's okay because like then it's not a right fit for you. You know, because I think when you have a friend that it just like fits like a puzzle, like you're like, oh, like we just vibe. Like you want to protect that and it just comes natural to like help them and be there for them and vice versa. And I just think this is your test. And if you've been struggling with this already, then you already know that answer. And it sucks, truly, because it hurts. Like they say that like female friendship breakups are like supposedly like affect people harder than like love relationships because girl like we just I think girlfriends are so important, you know. Okay, do you create fashion mood boards? If so, what magazines, books, or anything else do you use or suggest to others? So I know that it's, like, fun. And I've done it before where you, like, buy a bunch of magazines and whatever. And you, like, cut the letters out and the words and the pictures and do it like that. But for me, like, that just felt like it feels like you're not able to, like, convey or, like, whatever vibe the exact life you want because you're just working with what's in front of you and so my friends and I I feel like we've just found that like using Pinterest and I've talked about this before but like using pictures that are like the energy like it something that is embodying like the full energy of like what you want instead of just like something where it's like because you could easily type in like green smoothie and then there's like a picture of a cup on the counter with like you know like kind of an aesthetic picture of a cup on the counter with natural sunlight or something and it's a green smoothie or you could do like wellness girl aesthetic and you find a really cool girl who kind of looks like you but like maybe has a six-pack or she has gorgeous skin or whatever you're like trying your future self has you know and she's drinking the green smoothie but she's like in a really cute outfit like a really cute workout outfit and whatever like, do you get what I'm saying? Like that just a picture of the thing versus the full vibe of the way the thing makes you feel. So that's what we found is like focusing more on that. Um, and then it feels like really fun and exciting, I think, to like see it and like you want it to feel like aspirational, you know? When my friends and I made one a couple weeks ago, we just used Pinterest and typing the word aesthetic at the end of anything you're looking up always helps find like vibier pictures. So like instead of being like, <laughs> I don't know, say that it was your dream to like get a Range Rover instead of typing in like Range Rover, you're typing in like Range Rover aesthetic, Range Rover girl aesthetic, something like that. And then it's like vibey pics instead of just pictures like stock photos or something. Um, so that, and then we, Kinsey taught me to make it on Google slides. You just delete everything that pops up when you start a new slide and then you lay out the pictures on there and then you can save it and you can airdrop it to your phone, set it as your computer backdrop, whatever. So this was the list of like areas. This is just a little overview that you could use if you're like, where do I start? Home, relationships, money, business, activities, lifestyle 
So these are all like areas that you could like look for vibes. Because I think just doing a business board is fun. Maybe like while you're in your business, maybe like with your team or whatever, and you're making a goal board for that. But I think for us, just like in our lives, it's like you want a little bit of everything up there to like fully capture the vibe you're going for. You know what I mean? Yeah, to be honest, it's just Pinterest and then a Google slide and then um, just laying it all out on there. You can find the like words, you can type words, you can um, just put the picture. I think you can like lay it out really cool on there. Flip some, blah, blah, blah. Okay, post a picture of your hair color and cut. It is perfection. There was a few of these were like your hair. Oh my gosh. So I I actually like didn't really change anything. I all I did is I added a money piece during my last hair appointment. I've just been like kind of bored with my hair except for the it's never been healthier, which is like literally the furthest thing that's ever been my reality. So um I went to my hairstylist and I was like, I am like bored, but like I obviously don't want to like fry my hair and like do something crazy or get long extensions. And she was like, what about a money piece? And I was like, honestly, I like hadn't ever thought about that on myself. And she was like confident we could do it without like frying my hair. And so anyways, we did it in the front. It like goes down to the front of my ears. It's like a triangle in the front of each side of my face. And the color that it lifted to from my dark, dark hair is like, like we toned it and everything and it ended up being right now it's kind of like a goldeny red almost it's kind of random but it's really cool and like it weirdly makes me feel so much edgier and just brings life to like every outfit I feel like and um it's made it really fun and I just think you don't really see dark hair with like a money piece very often and it could go bad so easy that's the thing that's scary about it like if it was just the wrong just barely the shade shade off of what it should be then it could be really bad that's what me and my hairstylist were saying we're like we need to be very careful this could go bad fast but I'm really happy about it and I've been trying to post a lot more on Instagram just because it's like not that hard I'm like telling myself it's not that hard and like I love fashion obviously like I love putting outfits together or whatever and it's like so simple for me to quickly take a picture and post it on my stories And so I'm going to try to start doing that, like at least on all my work days where I'm like fully getting ready. And I think I've also just had this shadow in the past of like my cousins and people who I like look up to or my aunt who doesn't understand or whatever, like is going to like if I'm just posting pictures of myself, they're going to think I'm blank. And it's just like who that cares because just and I feel that way because I'm a mom now. Like it feels extra just like frowned upon. Like, I don't know if you guys can relate, but like once you have kids, it's like feels like posting a selfie is like the cringiest thing you can do. But like at the same time, I also think we're realizing that like our Instagram pages don't have to just like be our family. Like it can be us. Like it's our like creative space, like whatever your thing is, like you can have that be your thing. And it just didn't feel like that for a long time with like personal Instagrams where it wasn't a business. It felt like once you got married and became a mom, it was like, that's your vibe. Like you post your life and your kids. And like, I also don't really want to post Ozzy a lot. Like it's, I feel like it's not something we're also realizing it's like weird to do that. And it's, they're not getting to like choose. And it's, it's super weird to grow up and have pictures of yourself all over the internet that anyone could see. So, um, all of that to say, I'm, um, I, uh, what did Kylie Jenner say? She's like, I'm starting to feel like myself again. She said something like, 
along the lines, but I'm starting to do that again where I'm like, I can do whatever the F I want. And like, I don't know, it just feels so much easier said than done. But if it like really upsets maybe someone who knows you or a friend who, I don't know, like, I think it's like a big thing with like, um, just like being post-Mormon, like people that are still in the Mormon church, especially that I love and maybe like look up to or whatever, or like value their opinion in ways it's like thinking of them like being disappointed or think like wondering what I'm doing or what it, like it's just stupid stuff. And like the easier I, the sooner I rip off the bandaid, the better they can mute me. They can unfollow whatever. But it's like that first step is really hard all the time. You know, that's just normal. OK, you guys, this one will be our last one, but it's like such a hard one. I don't know. So let's just weigh in, I guess, and see how we feel. I need advice. I'm currently miserable in my leasing job. So I started a jo- I started job searching, but I feel like a piece of shit because my mo- boss leaves for maternity leave in a few weeks and it'll put everyone in a bind like big time. I need to do what's best for me, but I feel guilty AF advice. So she hates her job, is miserable, is looking for a new job, but feels really bad and guilty about it because her boss is leaving for maternity leave and it's going to like make everybody's life harder. Um, as like a small business owner, like I've been in this place where it's like, you're like, what am I going to do? Like someone leaves or quits or like puts in their two weeks and you're literally like, what the F am I going to do? Like literally like, what am I going to do? But like you just always figure it out. And that's what I've learned at this point. Like when people quit and put in their two weeks or whatever and move on, because like I just it's not realistic. No one's going to work in a warehouse forever. Let's be honest. I mean, I would love if they did, but um. At this point, it's happened so many times where I've been like, what am I going to do? Like, how is this even going to work to us figuring it out? I always figure it out. We always figure it out that like it doesn't stress me out anymore. Like it makes me sad, obviously, sometimes. But then I'm just like, we'll figure it out. The only way to get through it is to freaking get through it. And like as cringe and lame as that quote like saying is, it's just true. You just it's like you just don't even know what you are capable of until you actually go through it, you know. So with that being said. I think it's cool you feel guilty and like understand that like it would put people out. But like you said, it's your life. And like, are you the main character or are you like, you know, like a supporting role? Because you got to do you, girl. And your boss, it's going to really suck. And people are probably going to be annoyed and like bummed out. But like, they'll figure it out. So actually, that's where I'm at. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know, because I've been there. But it's like, no. If this person is maybe like a friend to you or you like really care, I think also just being super honest about it. Like, hey, I like want to be upfront with you because, you know, I respect you or I care about you, but I am job searching or I because in that way, it's like when you actually put in your two weeks. I don't know. It just depends. But for me, if they were like if someone came to me and was like being honest and they're I think I would appreciate that more knowing that like they care and they like want to try to help in any way they can without like giving up their whole life for me okay that's where we're at you guys it's just been an absolute pleasure hanging with you today like I literally love talking to you (laughs) just kidding but um I do love talking to you I love getting these questions and these messages and you just dming me and telling me what you're thinking like us chatting about things and topics and it's so fun So thank you for sending in these questions and these comments and these concerns. And um, guess what? I hope you have such a good day. You totally deserve it. Love you and I'll see you next week.